So yeah. you're afraid about alienating them, they could be fans of the show. Alienate yourselves, yeah. <laughs> go, go and alienate, you have my blessing. No, I could give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not the biggest mood, I'm telling you. Fully feeling it right now. We got a lot to discuss, a lot to get into. Um, I figured I'd start with my therapist notes. I had my, I've been seeing a therapist since 2017. Um, same woman. Oh, let me turn that off. You don't want to hear that. I'm just really popular. Literally, it was just my mom. <laughs> She's texting me about Jackson. I had an interview in Jackson, Mississippi um, before I got this job and I did not go. And now apparently they're flooding out. That's what she texted me about. So anyway, I've had a therapist since 2017 and I really like her um, because she doesn't cringe at like the dark stuff. <laughs> She's not horrified by it. She doesn't really make any faces um, when I tell her things when I like that because it's like when a little kid falls. Like if a little kid falls and looks at you and you freak out, then the kid freaks out. That's how I am. I'm like, I'm going to tell you this really shitty thing. It's deep, dark inside of me and see how you react. And she's like, shake it off. And I'm like, you're right. We're just going to shake it off. <laughs> so anyway, I um, see her once a month. We Skype um, and we switch to it's a life coaching aspect now, more so than therapy, just because I've moved and can no longer go see her. So um, there were a few things we talked about. And it's weird because it's not that I know everything. It's that I know most things. <laughs> so... I, there are certain things I know in life, um, but it doesn't translate to every aspect of my life. And then she'll say something. And I'm like, I know that for the other 90%, but I want it to work for this 10%. And I find myself getting really frustrated by things over and over again when it doesn't apply. So like the, I'll give you an example. We talked about the just world perception or phenomenon that it we think it gives us control and by just world it's like if you do a b and c you get d e and f and that's always not the case there are a lot of factors that come into play and we don't control so many things in life so despite the fact that i know that when it comes to my um career right i can do this this and this and for me it's the right thing to do but it doesn't necessarily equate to the results that i want um so that when I understand that for that aspect, I under, understand that aspect for relationships when it comes to any sort of relationship, platonic or romantic, that you can do this, this and this. But there's a lot of stuff at play there. And there's a whole other person that you have to take into consideration. Um, but then I don't where I don't get it is that uh, and I had filled out like a, a sheet in advance for her so she can kind of judge and gauge where I'm at. And I was like, you know, I don't know what's like wrong. I'm waking up, I'm working out, I drink a gallon of water, I meditate 10 minutes, I write in a journal. Like, why isn't all, like, there's just like this wall, this brick wall that I'm hitting. And whether it's emotionally or mentally or physically, you know, it's maybe it's a combination of all three. But, and she's like, we talked about the just world phenomenon, that just because you're doing these things doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get the results that you want, which is bullshit because <laughs> that's not how I want that to work. But... 
I'm like, all right, bet. So how do we, what's the game plan? And I'm a list person as much as I am like a go with the flow for the most part. Like I'm easy going when it comes to, do you want to go do this or we can go do this instead? I'm cool with it. I'm cool with canceling plans. I love canceling plans. Um, That's really one way to get in my heart. If you make plans and then the day before I go, I don't feel like doing that. I'll be like, cool. (laughs) Me either. (laughs) Um, But when it comes to certain things, and I guess like my mental health aspect of it, there are there's like a the next level that I'm trying to reach and I can't seem to get there. So for me, I'm like, okay, I'm doing all of the things right. Right. I'm sleeping like there's nothing more I can do. I have crystals and salt lamps like I'm one step from just getting essential oils, which I do have some, but it's like lavender. They're like things to help you relax. It's not like a real But like I'm close to being some voodoo witch in my like little hippie corner that I have set up. There's literally no more room for improvement. I am so scheduled when it comes to like mental health and physical health things that I literally am. It's like exhausting and not in a good way because it's just it's too much. I'm like overdoing it. And so on my (laughs) on my list of things to do was to not plan my mindfulness that to take the time and well I guess don't take the time because you know I had said to her like I'm going for a hike and um she asked me on a scale of one to ten what is it and I said it was an eight when you're rating things you can't do sevens sevens are too non-committal and easy and so many things will just be sevens for you but you should pick and either be a six or an eight I took that technique from Tim Ferriss he's one of my favorite podcasters you should check him out so I don't do sevens when I rate things one to ten I was like what it was an eight and she said well what could have made it a nine and I was like well nothing it was great but I'm scared to give things ten one because everything I like goes to shit and (laughs) Two, because I don't, I feel like we get a limited number of tens. And she said, which I really like, she goes, or you could look at it. And when you tell the universe, because I'm a hippie, I believe in the universe, that, hey, this is a 10. The universe knows that you want more of that. And maybe you get more tens than you thought were possible and that you don't have a limited number of tens. And I was like, cheers to that. So I'm working on being more appreciative and giving things tens that are tens and I do legit say thank you to the universe when like things are going well or I'm I'm really liking something whether it's something simple or something more elaborate or detailed or you know not so common I just like to take a minute to be like all right thank you I like this but I haven't been acknowledging that some experiences are tens but then also because I'm like well what if it's a 10 and like they're like all right she's set (laughs) and that's where That's where the there's not a finite number of 10 experiences. So that was what I learned this week in my uh, life coach session. And I thought it was interesting. And I thought I would share that with you. Now I'm going to complain. Okay, take this journey with me here because I had to block uh, two people this week. And when it comes to social media, I find that I just want to be less social on it. I don't really like people that much. I'm intrigued by people, but I really don't like a lot. And I don't, I mean that in the nicest way possible. It's not you, it's me. And it is you. I just don't like you, but it's me in that regard. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, I'm drinking wine, even though it's a Monday night. Because it's, I'm not on a schedule anymore. And not like in an alcoholic way, but 
I was like, you know what? I never have a Monday night treat. And I had a really good day and I want a glass of wine while I record my podcast. So we're doing that. We're hopping off of the scheduled to a detail, to every detail weekdays. So anyway, I wake up Saturday morning and I had put on my Instagram story about Kobe Bryant's memorial. They were charging for tickets to it. It was like $2 to $24 or something or $24 to $2,400. I forget what the pricing was. The point was, do you want to buy a ticket to this man's memorial or not? That was the question. Like, do you think this is weird or is it cool? All of the profits, the proceeds were going to the Mamba and Mamacita Foundation. So his basketball camp, I'm pretty sure that's what that is. Um, I woke up and I have a strict, like, don't look at social media in bed policy. It's not the first thing I want to wake up and look at because that like sets your intention. I literally get up, make my bed on the way out of it and drink a glass of water before I look at like text or social media or anything. And I didn't do it. I did not do it on Saturday and it just reinforced my reason to do it. So this guy replies, F that N word. That's what he said to me. And I could immediately feel my blood pressure rise to my ears. I was so fucking mad because who is this guy he's some middle-aged white dude from Greensboro North Carolina and why is this his response and I immediately want to tell him fuck off who are you talking to and then I also want to know why though like so part of me wanted to cuss him out but the other part of me the other half of me wants to go why is this your response and like sit down and have a conversation with him because if that's your mindset how did you get there And why is that the way you think? Because you don't have to like Kobe. I know that Kobe was a great basketball player and that's fine. You don't have to like him just because he was good and you don't have to respect him because he was good. So you can feel however you want to feel. But to use that specific word, that's just racism. There's no, because at the end of the day, he's a man and he's a basketball player. And those are the two things that anybody who's not his family or knows him immediately knows him as. So for you to refer to him as anything else is just strictly racism and outright. And why is that your response? And who do you think you're speaking to that you think it's okay to say that to me? Because I'm not the one. And I was so fucking mad about it. And I text my friend because I was like, what do I say? Like I blocked him. And then I was a little bit mad at myself for just blocking him. And like I responded, I said, I will absolutely not tolerate this. You're blocked. And then I blocked him. So I'm pretty sure once you block somebody, they can't see your response anyway. But I'm like, I felt like he needed to get what's coming to him. And not that I'm the person who needs to be handing out life lessons, but you shouldn't just get to go around and say these things. And so I'd ask my friend, like, what what is a response here to this? Because, like, do I ask and try to have a serious conversation with this fucking guy through Instagram DMs about what he just said to me, why he felt that it was okay to say and what even prompted him to say that in the first place? Or do I, like, lay into this guy and cuss him out like could I use it as a teachable moment for both of us because uh when I worked in Columbia um Beezy who was on 1039 hot 1039 she's not there anymore she left um had said to me you know Columbia and South Carolina went through this thing where they took the Confederate flags down it was on the the state house in Columbia and every year I think it's like June or July there's a crew a team of Confederate flag flyers 
and they meet at the state house for the day and they get to fly, fly their flag for the day. And she went down to speak to them and get like insight. And I was pretty kind of like, okay, like you, I don't want to say I was moved by that, but I was like, that's dope that she's trying to learn something for something that doesn't really require in, in my opinion, it doesn't require like it's common sense about what's happening here. So I was like, she's using it as a moment one to find out what, uh, is what, what's feeding the other person's mindset. And I liked that. So I was like, I could have a conversation with this guy, but I also feel like that you really can't, because if that's going to be your response to somebody, you just feel that you can say that, that you didn't put any thought into that whatsoever, that you probably don't even know why you think the way you think or have a good reason. You just know that this is a word that you can use to insult somebody and hurt somebody despite what it, the actual weight that it carries. Like a child would. Do you know what I'm saying? So I didn't have this conversation with the guy who tweeted me. And my friend had said, in person, I think face-to-face you can have conversations with people But when it comes to the internet and DMs, like I'm not going to be sitting here tapping away at my phone trying to get through to you or find out, you know, and I was like, I respect that too. And so I just blocked that guy and moved, moved along and I had screenshot it and I was going to post all over and I was like, I really don't want to give this guy more attention. But also if you're going to say the shit, say it with your chest. If you're, if I say something publicly and you DM me privately, that's not the conversation we're having here. We're having a public conversation. So comment the shit publicly. You feel so strongly about it and so rightly and just about it. Anyway, so I block that guy. I don't reapproach the situation. <sighs> then a little bit later, another guy from Greensboro. First of all, I don't know what's in the water there. Thank God. I Jesus, I really have no idea what's happening there. So another guy DMs me. He just replies to a, um, he sent like a, the laugh cry face, the auto reaction to an Insta story post. And I just liked it. I just go through and like, thank you for responding. I don't know. I like it. I saw it. I liked it. And he goes, oh, so all we're doing is liking responses now. And I think I was still mad about the racist dude. (laughs) I'm just not in the mood. Like when I tell you I'm over so many people, I'm just really over so many people. And I want to tell this guy, like, I'm sorry, do I owe you a response? This is Instagram DMs and I don't fucking know you. And social media just makes me want to be so much less social and disengaged. And I want to pop off on people, but I also don't even want to give them a response or explain myself in any manner. And so I'm in this weird position because I do feel like I need social media for work. And it's how I promote my podcast (laughs) like I needed. So but I really hate it. I really hate it. And it just seems like I'm just over dudes on social media and the weird shit they do that dipping their toe in the water. Like that guy who commented that had said to me like four or five times, oh, when are we going to meet up? When when am I going to take you out? And we made plants and he had a headache that day. Like, bro, you went to hot yoga and got a headache. I'm not, get out of here. So I'm just over dudes on social media. I'm over chicks and women with all the filters and fake posing on social media. I was having another conversation with my friend who's, he does personal training and we were talking about fitness people. 
and how like they don't just tell you they're on steroids they're like oh i just did this for four months and now i have this banging body and it's like you're on steroids just say the shit if you're just if you're so proud of who you are and what you do and what you say and do and and who you say you are just say the shit just say everything about you I don't get it. You, but you're on here lying. You're running 13 filters across your face. If everything on you is like contoured and lighting and you can't like have conversations about things because if somebody attacks your opinion, you just delete them. Like, and then you DM weird shit. Just live your life out loud. Say it with your chest. Stop being a keyboard warrior. And I decided that I'm going to start a website called BlockedRaw.com. And instead, it's going to be screenshots of all of this fuck shit. And I'm not blurring any names out. (laughs) And this is really my entire podcast is about this. And I'm sorry, but I'm just like, so do I feel like I just hit a wall. I hit a patience wall. I hit uh, a tolerance wall. I've hit so many walls and nobody's hitting my walls. (laughs) I think there's a lot of problems here. You know, I really just find that as much as I want to befriend people on social media and like learn about people and I I keep saying I'm intrigued by behavior, but I don't feel like people are intrigued by their own behavior. And that's the thing. Like today on uh, Twitter, this hashtag is trending, a breakup story. And I don't speak about my my one famous relationship that I've had. I say it's famous because it's the only one that I've had. Um, And even like when I was I dated a guy when I was in Delaware for like a year. And um, we gave him a nickname on the air. We never talked about it. And he had asked me not to um, talk about certain things about the relationship. And I would respect that regardless of where we stand or, you know, we're not together. We don't we don't talk. We don't at all. And, uh, but you know, I would never, I think that's disrespectful to go back on your word. And I get what, you know, people like, well, you guys went back on your word. You said you like loved each other and we're going to stay together. You know, it's don't be, don't be weird. Like don't be petty about it. So I posted the screenshot where, cause when we dated, he broke up with me (laughs) via text. And at the time I was really hurt. I didn't care so much via text because like three quarters of our relationship happened via text. Um, But I find it funny now, especially because he was older than me. He's about 15 years older than me. And he had initiated the text and said, sup, bro, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) And and then he proceeded to break up with me. Like I said, hey, back. And then like it just spiraled downhill from there. Um. So because that hashtag is trending on Twitter, I post like a cropped screenshot of that because I kept it. You know, I have a whole Dropbox full of um, like pictures and stuff. Like I don't want them directly on my phone, but I didn't want to get rid of them. And for some reason, I kept a screenshot of that text. And now I look at it and I laugh so hard. And it's not like I'm not laughing at him so much. We called each other bro. Like as you know, I'm not like a big pet name person. Uh, but I just think it's really funny when I see that to get dumped by a 45 year old man and he starts it with sub bro. (laughs) So I share that on Twitter and people are like commenting and they're like, Oh, he lives at his mom's bait. He lives in, you know, smokes weed in his mom's basement. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like people are so hateful. I was saying it. Like I put like the laugh cry emoji. 
you know, I find it funny. And I know that these are people on Twitter. They don't know me uh, at all. But, you know, it was like four years ago. Who holds on to anything from four years ago? If you're mad at somebody in your life from four years ago who you do not see or have to interact with, like we're nothing to each other now. Why would I still be mad about that? Who would hold on to that? If you're holding on to things from that do not affect you now, you got to let that shit go because all it does is eat at you. And I've, I've done it. I've done the, you know, I was mad about so many things from, you know, just growing up and relationship issues with my dad that like I was holding on to and how I was treated and stuff like that. And I was just like, one day it clicked and I was like, the only person this is hurting is myself. And I was so weirded out by the reaction of people like insulting him that I was starting to get defensive. And now I'm going through and like I'm defending this guy on Twitter because I'm like, he's not a bad person. It just didn't work out. I feel like people don't get how relationships work. And listen, I certainly don't know. I've had one and he dumped me via text twice. I don't, I'll, we'll talk about the other story another time. I'm just saying, I don't think any of you really know what the fuck to do in relationships either. It just, wh- wh- why are the strangers mad at this person that wasn't bashing him? It was just supposed to be like a funny thing. And I'm like, now I got to defend this guy. And like, I didn't like that they were like m- being mean or like dissing him because he's not, he's, he, he was a driven dude, a successful dude. He's one of the funniest people that I've ever met. And I have, you know, 80% good things to say about him. It didn't work out. And when it comes to relationships, a lot of that shit is about you. You need to find out what you're willing to accept, what you want, what you don't want. And all of that is equally important. And everything, I'm a firm believer, I wouldn't not, I wouldn't undo that situation at all. Because one, I never thought I could love somebody. So I like, I honestly just thought I was dead inside until, until him. And so I'm very grateful for him and the fact that like he showed me some things and then he showed me some things that I didn't like at the time, but I needed to learn. And it's fine, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter in an active way now. All of your experiences shape you and mold you when you get to, but relationships, I feel like, are a lot of you things. You learn things about yourself and more so, I mean, you learn about another person too, but it's really a deep dive into yourself if you're doing them correctly. And I'm not judging you on if you're doing yours correctly. You're probably not. <laughs> I'm, just kidding. I'm just saying like, God, the reactions were so weird. And I was like, I hate social media so much. I really just want to take a break. <sighs> Did you guys watch All Star Weekend or what? <laughs> Dame Lillard or what's it? Dame Dollar came out. Was it Damian Lillard? I don't, I don't know. I'm not that well versed in basketball, but I watched it all weekend. And when he came out as Dame Dollar, I was so uncomfortable. I was like secondhand embarrassed for him. And I don't know. Did and somebody had said like maybe he didn't want to do that to begin with, but that was a big production for something that you didn't want to do. And I feel like the NBA, unless they have that kind of power over you, like did they make you create this rap persona and they put you on stage and force you to do it? His his like track was playing and he wasn't even pretending to he wasn't even like lip syncing or like rap syncing whatever you call it into the mic he was just kind of holding the mic a little bit and looking around it was uncomfortable I'm getting like re-embarrassed for him because it was so uncomfortable 
And the, the dunk contest, people are mad. Aaron Gordon didn't get it. I didn't think up until that last one, up until he hopped over, until he leapt over Taco Fall, like, I didn't think that his dunks were that good. I thought Derek Jones should have won. But then that last one, I was like, damn, y'all shouldn't have let him do that because then he won it. And this is now the second time he got passed up. Was it 2015 or 2016 against um, Zach Levine? I think I don't have that in front of me. I shouldn't even be talking about this. I didn't take my notes on it. But he said, he's like, I'm done. I'm not doing this dunk contest anymore. Like he's feeling some kind of way about it. And I would have too, but they're saying that, you know, there's a conspiracy that D Wade purposely gave him a nine because he wanted somebody from the heat to win, which uh, I just felt bad mostly because when Derek Jones, when they gave him the trophy, like center court, nobody like really clapped or cheered. And that hurt my heart for him a little bit because if you're, I don't know how important All-Star Weekend is to NBA players, but obviously they try at it, right? Like, I don't know. I just felt bad because I felt like it, it should have been a really dope moment for Derek Jones if he earned it. But I guess he didn't. Anyway, that's my rant. Oh, we got to do your Just the Tip. Just the Tip. Just the Tip. Oh. But it's fine, right? I mean, nothing bad's ever happened from Just the Tip. Can feel your temperature just the tip just the tip this is a good one okay so if your phone is low on storage if you go into your text message and hit info there is you can see pictures that you guys have sent links there's two things for pictures videos screenshots delete all of it if you don't need it if you've saved the videos and pictures that you do need, delete it out of the text message or leave them in the text message thread and delete them out of your video folder because it'll save it multiple times and that just eats up twice as much space on your phone. So you don't need it in two different places. Just the tip. Just the tip. I'm Amy. You can hang out with me on Twitter at the Amy MCR on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat at Amy MCR. You probably don't want to after this. And I don't blame you. I don't want you to either. <laughs>